0: Hey, y'all, it's Dylan up top here. Um, I just want to give a quick warning and apology up front. Uh, we're still pretty new to this podcast thing and got some wires crossed while recording this third episode you're about to listen to. So um, audio quality is pretty, pretty poor. Uh, I did my best to clean it up. Uh, I maybe not listen to it with headphones, but I, I mean, it's not, it's tolerable. It's better than it was. Uh, I've made sure it's not going to happen again, but, uh, listen or don't listen. I won't be offended, but I, we appreciate your, uh, listening, listenership, viewership, listenership with your ears. All right. Uh, thank you. And on with the GD show. Theme song! It's the theme song. Someday, maybe. And it might even have the title in it sometime. Alright. Intro. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know what you were doing there. You can add <laughs> okay. on to it. Okay. Want. Uh, welcome to the whole GD show. The show where we bring up a word or phrase to spark a conversation about related media. This is your host, Jeff Linger. Here with me is my... Co-host with the mo-host, Dylan Orr. Hello, Dylan. Hello, Jeff. Thank you. Yes, we're getting better. All right, I feel like that was better. more clear than It I was, really yes. Did. So The first two were fun to listen to, and the third one will be even better. I, yeah, I wanted to come up with another word that was related to the word we have today. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't think of one, and I was trying to Google one quickly. Oh, really? Out. That's what you were Googling? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I appreciate your, part of it. your commitment to it. Um, I had one for the crate when we. When I know we're going to do sexy at some point. So some had, point, yeah. So I know I have a word for that one. So oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's, well, <laughs> I, no, well, it's not like weird, but it, okay. I thought it was clever. I, I hope I'll be flattered. I'm sure. Hopefully, yeah. I think so. <laughs> okay. All right. Speaking of, what's the word of the week for this the week? Jeff? Word is inspiration. The what we. have what inspired us to get into the uh, film, meet the studies? I guess what inspired us to want to pursue this line of, you know, yeah, career, career, and, yeah. What, why we like media and yeah, why we just want to essentially base our lives around it? So, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, do you have a movie? You a have? movie? Okay, yeah, I do. Um, that was always a big. Disney kid, uh, obviously, but none of them really inspired me. They were all just like entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, except, and I mentioned this in, I don't think I've mentioned the movie specifically in the past really? episodes, but uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. I, uh, oh. oh, sure. <laughs> um, I think I mentioned the music last time. Yeah. I'm going um. with the movie this time. Uh, but I, more specifically, I. It really drew me to the style of stop motion. That's kind of what's mostly stayed with me throughout uh my life. Just uh just a real goal and I I just appreciate the art of stop motion a lot. Um that's, there's just so much work and people think it's so boring. It probably is. It really takes forever to do it, just to like move things one at a time, especially now when film moves so fast 30 frames or 60 frames per second like how many times you have to do these little minuscule movements in stop motion and that's like the like in south park you know that episode where they kind of like they do their first episode and they have to move like the hand
1: yeah. a little bit do you
0: remember that yeah and uh definitely that even like it translates now to like that's how they do cgi and even 2d animation now a lot. i mean programs do it a lot faster for you because you can just like skip frames and stuff you don't have to do it frame by frame but it's a, it's a really simplified version of it and it's a really long version of like playing with your action figures essentially <laughs> I mean, it's just a two-hour like it ends up being a two-hour like, presentation of playing with action figures I feel like stop motion and I feel like that you know Tim Burton and that style of not just the stop motion style, but that style of art—you know, the gothic yeah. style—contributed to your formative years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that you were a <laughs> goth kid. Yeah, I want a, a goth. A goth, yeah. 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 Where you had your dyed blonde hair. Yeah, I already had my black jeans all the time. Yep. Yeah. And you constantly had a. Uh, Shirts, probably. Oh, yeah. Lincoln, Lincoln Park shirts. Jack and, yeah, Skellington. Uh, yeah, lot little... of Nightmare for Christmas shirts. Very hot topic. Oh, yeah. To I, I, yep, I really helped out their like business in the early 2000s when they were blowing up. I, yeah. yeah. I contributed to their capital, really, a lot. But, uh, I mean, and it even goes past Nightmare for Christmas, um, that, I You're mean, that movie. Right. No, not so much. Oh, okay. I was a lot older. Um. Because a lot of people think Tim Burton directed Nightmare Before Christmas, but he had, like, very little to do with the actual <laughs> movie. Yeah, he, he wrote, the like, a short story, and he made, like, the general basis of it and the art of it, the style. Sure. But, like, the, he was mostly doing, I think it was Batman Returns at the time. Oh, okay. That's yeah. where he spent most of his time. And he kind of sure. came in maybe once a week or whatever to look at it. Henry Selick actually directed Nightmare Before Christmas, and he... Yeah. Does a lot of stop motion movies. Uh, yeah. He also did James. And yeah, as uh, two years, and that's kind of that's it's both of those that kind of are. Um, I was trying to think. I really didn't know I wanted to go into film until I think eighth grade, and it was more of a Spanish project that brought it on. Okay. More of making my own thing, where. We were supposed to do we were learning sports vocabulary in Spanish and we were given a project and we had to do a video project and using sports vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And we my group got very creative and we instead of just doing a boring whole like soccer match, we did a match where and this was I think it was a pre nine eleven world, so this was okay to do the same no but a terrorist took over a soccer game and we had to like <laughs> Defuse the the a bomb was in the soccer ball, and the soccer stars had to kick the bomb into the goal to defuse it. And well, it's yeah, It's very creative. I like yeah, it's it was, an interesting premise. Yeah, it was better than every Other boring persons like I'm sure it was. Yeah. I bet. Did you get an A on that project? I don't know. Oh, okay, <laughs> she. I, we didn't get in trouble, so that was good. It was in a world where you could do that. Was well, she more and, just confused that you did this instead of boring? Uh, no, we asked before we could do it. Okay. She was like, yeah, go ahead. oh so, uh, yeah, we had uh, Dr. Hames. That was uh, James, if you remember uh, James Mina from school. I, I remember him. Yeah, he was Dr. James. He was supposed to be like Dr. Evil. Oh. He had a cat that he would pet. Okay. And, uh, Ray and Dana, we are that was our Spanish project, but it okay. definitely stood out. But that is what gave me inspiration. But since a lot of people, I mean, that's hard to find. I try to stick with examples like uh, the painstaking work of Henry Selleck and I really like James the Giant Peach. I trying to get back to that things people actually know. Uh-huh. Uh, I I think I saw part of that, and then for some reason I don't. I remember like. Doesn't it start off very kind of normal and then it becomes stop motion? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like I action. saw like the first, like I think five minutes of stop motion. Then my memory somehow ends like, oh, that's all I saw. I don't remember how I missed the, uh, all the rest of it. Oh, no. Some that's reason, the best part. I, I, I the missed bugs. Them, yeah. yeah. it's Well, they're not big because they're tiny in real life. Yeah. I'll yeah. have to watch that at some point. Uh yeah, oh, it's a good one. I don't want to spoil it. Have you read the book ever? Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't remember. Roll Doll Roll Doll What else did he write? What was his uh other the BFG no. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I have seen the movie. Uh, I haven't. Oh, you never read the book? I don't oh, think man. I. I didn't read those types of books. I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, what year did that come out? Do we know? I could probably look it up pretty quickly. Yeah. The movie? Well, the... Uh, yeah, I would say the movie. The a movie, movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, I think, was in the 70s? Okay. With Gene I'm Wilder. trying to think of when uh, I would have seen that, because I'm like, what else would I have, like, you know, read at the time when I was a kid? I probably reading, like, Chocolate War, maybe? Oh, Do you remember I, the Chocolate War? Yes, I don't think I've never read that. Yeah, yeah, but, it's not on my list. No, that, that didn't inspire you. Though. <laughs> no, but I remember reading that probably at a formative age and just being like, "I don't get it." Yeah, I. Anyway. Yeah, my mom was a big believer of we read the book before we see the movie. So uh, uh, yeah. we read *James the Giant Peach*. We even read the novelization of Jumanji before we saw the movie. Oh, no, I didn't even know that <laughs> was a book. Oh yeah, I mean they always we've read Power Rangers the book before the movie. That sounds awful. But also, like they didn't care about spoilers back then. So that, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't uh, spoiled the movie for me. I didn't care. It was yeah. still awesome. Yeah. But it didn't inspire me to make movies. It just inspired me to kick ass and morph. Are you also a fan of Tim Burton, though, of his other projects? I, mean, I uh, was yeah. until probably my early 20s, where he just started going nuts and putting Helen and Bottom Carter and She's in everything. He's doing everything. Every yeah. movie, yeah. I think I saw up until I was into Sweeney Todd sure. and that. But, like, Alice in Wonderland, oh, I didn't yeah, like that. Yeah, that just started going too far. I don't uh, even know what he's done recently. Fairly recently, anyway. Fairly recently, yeah. I think he did uh, another book, a movie based on it with Miss Peregrine's peculiar oh, children. Yeah, that, that was one. a couple years ago. I've never seen the. I remember seeing like the book out, but I yeah, remember. I never read or saw it. Yeah, uh, he did. Uh, Whatever, like uh, dark shadows and oh, that. Oh yeah, Adam. that looked terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he probably didn't. Did he do the last Adelton Wonderland? Because there was two of those. Movies. He made two. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I didn't see it. the second one. Yeah, um, it was like fighting. Mad. Hat yeah, or it was whatever. just it was it's like an action. Yeah, we're thing. in a time where it's like let's turn everything into this epic battle at the end. Yeah, those dragons, Red Red soldiers, Lord of the yeah, Rings. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, trying to catch on to that. And Harry Potter. Um, Oh yeah, i was still grabbing onto that. Uh, whatever that one is, comes out soon. Yeah, um, Grimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Simpard, Yeah, he really lost favor with <laughs> right. me, Mister Burton. Uh, well, I, I he just going all out too much, I feel, and just always using that same cast. And, uh, yeah and alice in wonderland was definitely the last shot but yeah, i think henry selick more i like henry selick more i like i don't know if he's you know like a production company it sounds familiar i can't believe it. they do a lot of stop motion they did uh, like Coraline, which oh, i love yeah same kind um, of idea same yeah kubo yep uh, and paranorman i yep. love all that stuff i love the style of it I, that would be like my dream internship was to work for leica and just play with their action figures all day. That would be yeah. cool, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, what about you? Did you have inspiration? Uh, where did I write? there is I wrote down uh well when I was growing up I my watched a lot of movies with my father. Yeah. So I ended up watching a lot of war movies. I ended up watching a lot of Westerns and like a lot of older like AMC and TMC movies. And one of them I saw was um uh, the Multis Falcon, but that isn't the movie. The movie I'm talking about is Brick. Do you know Brick? I I've only heard of it, I think. Yep. It is an early maybe its first movie by Ryan Johnson, who recently did the Last Jedi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and it is a Neo Noir. It is a modern uh, it was made in I think two thousand five it is a modern kind of murder mystery where a girl has been found dead. And this guy is trying to figure out why. And I, I just, I don't know. It was right at the time. I think it was 2005 and right, right around my graduation time. Yeah. And I was trying to kind of figure out what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I saw it and it, it's, it isn't, it's something that he wrote, he directed and he edited it. Edited it. And, um, I don't know. It's I just really like the movie and the fact that he kind of did a lot of it by himself. Yeah, is was passion. kind of project. Yeah, it was a passion project. He didn't spend a ton of money. I think it was like four hundred fifty thousand, and he made like several million back on it. Compared with his, you know, or, you know, gain and you know, what he put in. Yeah, I that's I've never heard of. I didn't. Maybe I haven't heard of it because I didn't know. I've always wondered more, Green or Ryan Johnson movies. Uh, I know he did Looper, right? Yeah, uh, it's yeah. kind of funny because you—it's uh, another Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie. Is it is interesting. Yeah. That's like right around the rise of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, it was like the big yeah. and all that. It was that one time. of his early kind of ones that he did. Yeah, and there was—I uh, think in uh interview where they kind of showed like, it just had like, Ryan Johnson in a field, I think it was him in a field, just like, one guy, kind of, he was using kind of the natural lighting, kind of yeah. an on-location thing, of him just getting a shot between two characters. Cool. Yeah, I'd be interested to see that. And they had a lot of inspiration from kind of like, the older noirs. Like, I mentioned Maltese Falcon, because they take something directly from that. Yeah, was it black and white say, yeah. no uh it is in color but it's, it's kind of like it is kind of like very cinematic like dramatically lighted yeah lit. I should say, I yeah. yeah i, I love me some jgl some just according it that bit, and i'd definitely be interested to see that yeah i mean i, I thought of other ones but i'm kind of like I feel like there's so much that kind of are accumulate into your whole experience. Right. This is one that I was kind of like, I remember really liking this movie, and it taking a lot of things from other movies I liked. So Yeah, I never, like, I, never, I can't remember a specific time like, I was saying, 8th grade is really where I found out, or like, thought, hey, that's what I want to keep doing is when I made a movie. I never really thought I couldn't. I looked through all my old DVDs. I couldn't find a movie specifically that I was like, I want to do something like this. Um, but I think The Nightmare Before Christmas was probably that. But I had seen that so long ago. That was probably around the time I was like relapsing on it and getting obsessed with it again. Yeah, I feel like every time I kind of see something, I want to make. You know, like with Sin City, it all kind of compiles into one story, or like uh, right. that movie Crash, yeah. Or yeah. it's like, I kind of like that idea, but I, it, yeah, like an anthology, an anthology a, like, and, threads, yeah, exactly. But it's kind of taking that and formatting it into who you want. Yeah, and I'm just yeah, kind of taking all the stuff that I like from here and there, and this is like a modern kind of take on it. You know? Yeah, I know. I'm I definitely that's a good way to put it. I think. Ah, oh, do. Want keep moving on? To sure. The next medium, uh, book. Did book? you have anything? I really didn't. I well, not really. The only thing that you kind of just said that reminds me of it is like connecting threads, um, like over an anthology. That's yeah. If I ever did a book, I'd do something like that. Just because I find it easier to write short things. Than yeah, I things. I agree. Um, like in kind of a connecting universe. That's uh. I wrote down uh, for my book at Slaughterhouse Five. Okay. Kind of yeah, a, sure. It has a dual dual worlds kind of duality type thing. What's happening in the alien like, zoo world? What's happening during what it, World War Two? Yes. One? Yeah. World War Two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely two. Train. the whole time. But uh, yeah, that's one of the only books that I've ever like been assigned to read and gone back and read again by oh, myself. Right. Uh, if I Yeah, I just, uh Kurt Vonnegut, definitely, we've talked about him before, sure. but I just his out there stories and kind of, yeah, short stuff too, but if I was, I, I can't write something long. Yeah, and the fact that he does like a non-linear medium is kind of like, yes, it kind exactly. of blows you away when you're right. kind of used to, you know, a story's here, 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 and then you're kind of cutting back. And forth and back and forth when right. someone was alive. Yeah. But his cool. time travel. Yeah. With, yeah, yeah I love that. I suppose time travel. Yeah. He had another book like that. I think I only read the book. Time one. Quake? Maybe. It, yeah. Maybe. Um. But yeah, I've never, like, been inspired to write a book. Kind of. I... I took a couple fiction writing and creative writing in college, um, that was mostly short poems and stuff. Short? Nothing really long. Um, what about you? Do you have a book? I had several books because really? my yeah. take on coming to this uh, kind of job, I always wanted to be a writer. I always really? wanted to write a book. I've had, I kinda want, I kind of want—I wanted to go through all my journals and stuff and kind of find all the things I wrote. And a lot of them were just kind of me covering other books but with, like, different kind of things. Like, one cool. was me just writing the game GoldenEye, but all the characters were animals. Oh, cool. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah debatable. No, it was like something kind of similar coming up yeah. in a different medium. That. Yeah, it was kind of like doing that kind of thing. Uh, so I I just kind of... Uh, honestly, mine were a little bit random, but one I remember quoting when I was a kid was Sleepy Hollow, or The Legend of Sleepy yeah. Hollow. I also... I kind of like the movie. I know people crap on it, but I do enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do enjoy that movie. He was very, yeah, he was hyped up in our... That was his time, wasn't? I, I didn't. It. Yeah, I totally forgot that was Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. I've I, that's one of them I've never seen. Though. Really? Like, yeah, I knew I, it. I think their contract ran out with whatever ABC Family because it wasn't on thirteen or the Days of the Halloween this year. Yeah, and you're right. That is Helena Bottom Carter and yeah. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah, and I just remember liking it. I, I think I had a picture book of it when I was a kid, uh, of him kind of being, you know, Ichabod Crane being kind of followed by the horseman. Or I had like an animated, like short kind of movie about it. Yeah, there was like, like a that. Disney one. Yeah, uh, it might have been that, it. and it's really hard to find now. Actually, I but I do only have memories of it. Yeah, too, right? yeah. And I remember it. I just I don't know, just the story and like the. It was just a very classic. Kind of story that I and I enjoy classic literature. Not to not to brag, yeah. to humble brag, <laughs> no, but it, no. it is something I don't know why, but it always just kind of captured my imagination with like kind of an older detective, like you know. Uh, I always like the idea of you know a more you know less cynical or you know Sherlock Holmes or whatever yeah. if you want to say. Uh, the other one, I have two other ones. The other one is a series Redwall. Do You remember Redwall? Was that with like? The Mice? Yes, and the yeah. Badgers. And, yeah. yeah. I always loved that series. I, no. Yeah, there were so many books. Know, there, there were like 17 there. or 20 yeah. or so. Uh, the author died before he could finish kind of all of them. Was, it, was it like a, just a straight series of books? Right? No, those there were some that were kind of like in a series. Yeah. A lot of them were just kind of different stories in the right. same world. But they'd have, like, kind of linking, you know, narratives here and there. Another kind of anthology-ish. Right. How many did you read all of them? No. I read maybe four or five. Where the earliest one was, I think, Legend of Luke. Like, at least chronologically. Mm -hmm. And this was, like, the parent, like, birth father of this guy who had become... Like the ancestor to another guy who would be all kind of these heroes of this town, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just love the pulling together, like the storytelling and, you know, the characters and whatnot. Yeah, I never read any of them, but I always, you had them and a couple of other friends always yeah. had, were here. I always enjoyed those. And I always kind of enjoyed, like, you know, medieval kind of battle stuff. I always loved that stuff as a kid. It's knights and whatnot. And this was just like a. Know a, a young adult for take on that kind of thing where they all had, you know, their warriors and kind yeah. of archers and kind of stuff like that. Was there like an overarching antagonist? Force? Not in the, not like throughout, but in each one there would be like kind of somebody who's trying to accomplish it, you know, this evil deed yeah. of some sort, and then all these other people who are trying to do the opposite. And sometimes like. A middle force who's being swayed one way or the other. Okay. Yeah. 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 I never. And the other series I had, obviously, is Harry Potter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Definitely. Uh, That's all. I'm... one of the only other. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's not the only book I've read. No, I'm not going to give that impression away. I mean, as it what it came around in 1998. Yes. And then late 90s, and then it had seven, you know, seven books, so I think that was the first time that I had ever been, you know, exposed to a series, really. Yeah, that's probably one of the only, um, besides Animorphs, yeah. one of the only, like, series I've read concurrently. Well, it's the longest one I think yeah. I read concurrently, and it was, like, so within the zeitgeist right, um, Yeah, you everything. Could animorph- you couldn't get yeah. away from it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was such a thing. That was, like, the first time I was getting used to, like, midnight openings and Right, stuff. yeah, and people, yeah. People, like, fighting for this book. We, um, I worked at, so we had a bookstore near the mall, and I yeah. worked at a Tim Hortons by the mall. Yeah. And it's one of the only 24-hour open places. And we, we were not prepared for it being the only open place during Harry Potter release, because this, you're right, it was a time before, like, midnight releases were all the time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they it was one of the busiest nights the overright crew was just swamped with these like Potterheads and yeah. it was nuts. But yeah, you're right. The Harry Potter mania. It um, was such a big thing at the time. I mean it's still going. It's oh like, yeah. It's yeah. crazy like that said, it's still like twenty yeah. years later. Yeah. Like this story about this kid who grows up to be this kind of legend who needs destined for a whole time mm-hmm. It's kind of sad that it's kind of, like, out of his hands in a way. Like, it's all kind right. of set up for him. Yeah, he like, Has yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah. he's yeah, he's No choice. It's do or die, pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah, then, yeah, they're just the world building in that. Just keep building. I mean, there's theme parks, too. My sister's yeah. going again. and I got offered to go at the end of the month, but I don't think I can make it. Cause, yeah. But it's awesome there. It's like, you get to drink butter beer. There's have you ones. had it? Yeah. It's yeah. Not at okay. All, it's good. It tastes like drinking. It's like a, it's like a cream soda, pretty much. It's like, like a tex- sweeter. like Yeah. You know, they have it at the mall in that candy store in the mall. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Got a whole bunch of weird kind of stuff in there. Yeah, yeah you can get it frozen like a slushy. So, oh, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. It's Yeah. It's like butterscotch. It's cream like a soda. Pretty yeah. Much. It's kind of. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I might not like it anymore, because I'm getting old, and yeah. sweet things are a lot on me now. <laughs> it it's my arms. But, uh... Did you get sorted? You no, sorted, I didn't. A um, more, whatever, sorted? Oh, yeah. Do you have to pay for that? For no, it's part. free. Oh, yeah, but you yeah, gotta make an account. I think I was just too lazy to make an account. Fair but, enough. Um, I'd be curious to know what else you are. I think I did, I took, like, I think I did take a clone version of it, I yeah. did, and I got door. Yeah. Um... That's kind of like the, I feel like it's this Hufflepuff get crapped on, Gryffindor yeah. is kind of like the vanilla yeah, um, Ravenclaw or Uppity. Yeah, uh, yes. Slytherin just, just bad. bad yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my son, um, he took the quiz too. I think he got like freaking Dumbledore or something for his character. <laughs> oh, I don't remember yeah. there being a character one. Yeah, I might have been something. Else. It might not have been more official. Like Quizilla or something yeah, like that. Yeah, BuzzFeed. Yeah. Top ten. Which are, which Patronus are you? They have that too. They know, yeah, they do have that. I don't yeah. know what I, I don't know. If They've got a bunch well. of weird stuff. Mine was a pine martin. What the hell is that? It's just like this like a weird type of rodent, oh, and there's geez, no description of birds. Yeah, there's and there's no description of what it means that. Oh, really? This one. So, <laughs> but I had to go to this other site that just kind of random like <laughs> yeah, says, "Here's what this one is." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to be like, "What does pine martin mean?" And it's like cool or whatever. Yeah. No, we no, like, need to find out its skills and its diet and habitat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, that was Ravenclaw, by the way. Oh, nice! No, no, like you're yeah. smart. Yeah. I think I, I messed up when I did the uh, 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 Patronus one. Like, I saw one, and I was like, that's probably that, but it was still, like, loading. So I clicked that oh, one, I, I saw see. another one. I'm like, no, I want oh, that no, one. you skipped it. But I'm like, well, maybe that's fate. And yeah, so like, exactly. and it's, you can't it's your destiny. destiny. It's a prophecy, actually. And if you go find your orb, it'll say that you were <laughs> supposed to get one Patronus, but you yeah. clicked the wrong. You buffered. Yeah. The wrong time. I, yeah, I'm actually reading my seven year old Harry Potter right now. Which um, book are you on? We're on Chamber of Secrets, number two. Mm-hmm. We, we had the illustrated version of number one. Oh, cool. I got him that for his birthday. And he liked that a lot. We read it all through the summer. And then we watched the first movie, and he loved that. And we're on the second one, but we don't have the illustrated version. But he's yeah. so into it, he was just like, no, can we can start on yeah. the one we have. How are you going to handle four against that? Uh, I know we're going so yes, slow. Yeah. Hopefully by the time we get he's to the like points where 11. people start dying, <laughs> we have people like in the double digit age. Uh, yeah, four. Uh, even three. Even three. Is, like, yeah, pretty Yeah, like yeah. brutal. There's already been like, Death. people accusing people of murder and yeah. Stuff like that. I feel like the accusation isn't it doesn't hit you as hard. It's just like oh he's he's just like dead. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's Such a fantasy that it really doesn't. And it's also, it's a book, too, so it's not super graphic. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is a... It's,
1: it's not like a young story, adult. Yeah, a young
0: adult novel. It's weird to think thing, it so. turned into Twilight. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, like, such a weird genre now where there's just everything. And it feels like it's all just kind of copying everything else now. Like, there's no... Right. It just feels like everything's just spun out of this one thing, trying to, like, find, you know, money. Oh, yeah, definitely. When I first heard they were making a fantastic piece movie, like, I have that. Did you ever yeah. have those books, Quidditch Through the Ages? No, I didn't have the side like books, just, Beetle the Bard. Yeah, I never had that one, because uh, that book wasn't out when I got the other I two. Know. Um But, yeah, they're just, like, these little tiny, like, 80-page books that are just, like, little manuals. And yeah. was, when I first heard they were making them, I was like, really? Come on. Like, they're just grasping at anything. They're at least decently made, yeah. And I I like that it was a story that I haven't heard though. Yeah. Um, and I do like that they are they are tying it into like the origin, yeah. Because they really didn't the seventh movie really didn't go into a lot of that stuff with Grindelwald, yeah. You know, and they didn't have time, it was a two part movie, so. yeah. and I feel like there's love. Being put into those movies that wasn't put into like the Hobbit movies, right? Like I don't know if they saw that and they're like, we're not going to do that, or if they're just like, maybe they're just smarter about it. Yeah, whatever. I never even saw the Hobbit movies. I did, and man, I did. I didn't hate them. I'm I'm fine with them. Yeah, but I know a lot of people did not like those movies, and they do just seem like desperate cash grabs. Yeah, it's what it's, it wasn't even supposed to be a trilogy at first. It's a like, like a hundred page book. Yeah, yeah. It's, you talked about it, I think. No, it's like, like the audacity of Harry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, but yeah, Harry Potter's still going strong. I yeah. it never really inspired me to write, though. I would say I do have love for it. Definitely, obviously, I'm reading it again, making sure my kid gets raised on it. But definitely go to the theme park. Can I haven't been to the Diagon Alley part of it. Yeah, okay. but the Hogwarts ride is nuts. I'm gonna get a wand too, but. And do you have a TV show that inspired you? Yes, I do, and it actually my TV show does tie in with music as okay. well. Um, Metalocalypse, do you know about yeah. Metalocalypse? I'm familiar and, with it. I've never watched it. Yeah, Death Clock. Um, you ever watched Home Movies? Yes, but, I love yeah, Home Movies. But... Brendan Small, that was like his passion, his early passion project, his great, great love type thing. This old animated Adult Swim show. I think it was It's only like 25. It's not even that many episodes, I think. It's not but, a ton. There, I mean, if you buy the thing, it's like four seasons, but I don't know how many. It might be like all right. 40, maybe, but it's not. Um, yeah, but that was, it, that really, it was a really early Adult Swim show. Um, one of the only things on the quote-unquote network, like yeah. the pseudo network, Squiggle Vision and yeah. that uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, but he then he, like in the mid two thousands started doing uh Metalocalypse for Adult Swim, which is like this animated cartoon about a band and he does most of the music for the band. Mm-hmm. He like writes all the music. I think he usually gets a drummer on, but um he does all the guitar work for it and all the overlays and all the most of the vocals um but yeah this it's like four seasons and then he so he he each season comes with an album too like after the season there's a death clock album typically of a lot of the songs featured on the tv show and the show's just hilarious. It's about it's all about celebrityism and just this spoiled band that doesn't understand. They're like a thousand times. I think the tagline was they're like a thousand times more popular than the Beatles. So they're rich beyond belief and everything, and they're just really dumb. But there's this whole like prophecy about them bringing about the apocalypse or stopping the apocalypse, the metal apocalypse. Yeah. So it's and the plot takes forever to get going though because the episodes are like ten minutes long, twelve minutes long, or whatever, and most of them are just like silly one-off episodes sure. that are funny. But like in later series, they start getting more like plot central, and a lot of the then then the last thing that they ever did was uh, he wrote Brendan Small wrote an entire rock opera, so it's like it's over an hour long and the whole thing it's, it's music throughout the entire thing everything is sung done by the band and it solves a lot of the mysteries and stuff and then it but it kind of unlocks like it kind of builds to a climax and then foreshadows something and then they just stopped making them and <laughs> i imagine that's frustrating it's super frustrating for the fans like Friends the small still releases music for um like, this thing called Galacticon, mm-hmm. which is also these, like, concept rock, albra, um, rock opera albums. He's very... He adds, like, a lot of orchestral music in it, though, which is why I like it a lot. because I don't listen to a lot of, like, heavy metal or death metal or anything like right. that, but, like, a lot of Death Block stuff has, like, a lot of harmonics and a lot of just orchestra behind it, and it's <laughs> really cool, and it's orchestral, and I like that it... Like, when they... The songs are pretty, they're in the show, and they they go with what's going on in the show. And, like, my dream job, this is why it's inspirational to me, Is would be to, is, like, to editing be that something. guy, yeah, editing, like, Brody. music into trailers for movies and stuff. Like, I like syncing up music videos and stuff like that, making, like, um, Sure, like, give a dream, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, AMVs, animated music videos. Sure. And yeah, taking... I I've done a couple projects like that for classes and stuff, and I just like syncing up music to um, stuff, and I, that's really why I like to know walklists a lot. It's kind of this multimedia project, and it sucks that there was like rights disputes at the end, and like Adult Swim owns the distribution rights to it, and Brendan Small doesn't want they want him to make another season, but he just wants to end it with like another like one oh. hour special, yeah. And it just broke down and they never finished it. Uh, they recently had Clocktober on their Facebook and they are just like releasing, like posting their old songs every day. And then on Halloween, the last day of October, they said, what do you think the ending of Metal Offlifts would be? And it had this like link to a Reddit thread. Hmm. And it was just on this Reddit thread was one post from maybe a year or so ago. And it just had this long detailed breakdown of galacticon 2 his other album Carmen yeah. small's other album so i feel like galacticon 2 i haven't listened to it but i think like maybe they're saying that that's that, it yeah this is the closest we could get to it this i made this with like kind of as this would be my vision for it so i definitely have to listen to that now yeah If like, yeah it's uh, it's very interesting it's <laughs> the, the the themes of that show are crazy because it, it looks silly. There's it's just like crazy shock value, like drug it, drugs and blood and violence. But it it has like themes like celebrityism and just crazy silly things. Sure, these prophecies and stuff. It's pretty deep if you go into it. But uh, yeah, the music music over um, video kind of that mashup is. That's what I see myself doing. There was this cool job I found once when I was uh, in college, like for uh, this cruise company offering like looking for a video editor, and this video editor's job would be to just edit footage of the people on the cruise ship, like for them, so that can have it the end. they could purchase it at the end of their trip. And you got like to be on a boat for six months and just like, kinda cool. Yeah, sit there and edit mm-hmm. all day. But yeah, that is, that that was my pirate life uh film editor lifestyle that I that's my dream. Sure. <laughs> Maybe no, you get to like probably the movie editing trailers so. but Probably be the dream. I, I mean, do you get to enjoy the ship life at all, or do you? I just, think so. Yeah. You must, I, I mean, you, I think they can only make it work eight hours a day or whatever. Yeah, so, that's yeah. true. Just editing footage. I don't I don't know if you have to capture the footage during the day. Yeah. But it'd just be a one-man production crew. I don't know. Yeah, that might be tougher. But I also have this fear of cruise ships now, like of you? them breaking. Today. Yeah, because there, it's just all this recycled air, like disease sure. and sickness, and you're in the middle of the ocean, like I. There's the horror stories of them like breaking down and like just poop flooding the hallways and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean it could happen. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever been on the cruise ship? Yes, when I was really little. Oh okay. like, uh, god, when I was like, three or four, I remember it vaguely. Um But yeah, just, and I, I might even get seasick. Getting old, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's been a while. So. Yes, yeah. I don't go on boats much. So oh, that was day. your. Music and TV one kind of combined. Yeah, I have another TV one, but I'll let you take. I'll let you go on yours. Right uh, on my one. TV one was Kablam! Oh yeah, that's the one I I mentioned a little bit a while ago. It is a for people that don't know. It was an old Nickelodeon show that was kind of a. It had multiple kind of scenes to it. It was kind of like not a clip show, but they had multiple right. skits to it. Yeah, a with different show kind of, kind of, of yeah. running. Some of them were running stories, and yeah. some of them weren't like. And this thing with Prometheus and Bob, yeah, It was a very popular skit. Which stop was, motion, stop motion. Yep, yeah. it was about a caveman and a uh, alien, essentially trying yeah. to. I don't remember the plot 100. percent but they trying to get. Prometheus back to his home planet? No, I think um, are they. <laughs> there had this like cool intro where it was like these are found the film footage strips yeah. of an a, the extraterrestrial alien who he was trying to teach Bob different things. Oh, and, like good. each strip would be like campfire and it would like teach him how to make a fire. That's or, like, right. Yeah, and, yeah, all the strips would have a title of, and it would always just be this like these cuts of. Yeah, Bob messing yeah, everything up, yeah, and Prometheus yeah, trying to hold it. Yeah, just like cuts to static all the time with cameras falling over. Yeah, and, yeah, it's just these quick clips, just these like physical gags, but it's really funny because there's no. You can kind of hear uh, Prometheus talking. He's got yeah. like those that weird like box thing. Yeah, and that's like really, really the only dialogue in it. But, yeah. There's also Life of Loopy yep. is another one. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how many can you name, you think, Life of Loopy. That was another, they had a lot of stop motion on that. Yeah. There was more coming. That one, me. I was just looking at a picture, I'm like, I forgot. I feel that show was so ahead of its time. Yeah. Like, you didn't even, like, it's something that I think about now, I'm just like, like, they did so much for that show that's just like, kind of, it was over your head at the time.
1: When yeah. watching the, it
0: as a kid. The style was supposed to be like, um... A comic book too. These were like different things in the collection. Of the yeah. Comic book. And do you remember the the two hosts' names? June and Henry. Henry. Henry, Henry and June. Yeah. June. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Put your dairy air in your cherry air. That's right. <laughs> Honestly, I I was looking at it just a minute ago, and I totally forgot about a lot of them. When yeah. somebody mentioned Prometheus and Bob. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I remember that one. That was even, I feel like that was almost like Saturday Night Live Sketch Caliber. Yeah, those like, they were was They were high Something level. Something you would see on um, Saturday morning or Saturday TV Funhouse or whatever. Yep. Um, I, yeah, I liked with Luffy. I liked them um, because they had the stop motion parts. It was like these little, it wasn't clay necessarily. They were like flat, but they were they, like cardboard yeah. cutouts. But sometimes they would switch to like live action, like they would have hands, yeah, like, just shots of hands that were in live action. Yeah. That was one of, uh, one of the first times I kind of noticed that as a kid. Like different. they had like meta kind of stuff, yeah, meta textual stuff going on. Uh, another one, oh, one. of my favorites was Action League Now. Another stop motion, <laughs> uh, which one of yeah, one of our. Um, my video production teacher in high school actually worked on Action League Now. Oh. Uh, he said it was the most boring job ever, because he's like, yeah, you just want to like, move action figures around all day? I'm like,
1: yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I do. Like, yes.
0: <laughs> and uh, But he... Yeah, do you remember the members of the action-, action League Now? Yeah, oh, though. I can recite them. Here we go. The flesh. He's super strong and super naked. Thunder girl. She flies like thunder. Super stinky diver a former navy commando with the attitude as bad as his odor and melt man with the power to melt i hope we don't get content id'd on that but <laughs> yeah yeah they had the it was about these four superheroes and they were just i don't even they weren't real action figures or they were just these like dumb stock action figures that they found it. one was just this big, beefy, naked guy who kind of looked is like the same build as a He-Man action figure. Sure. It, was it was just like naked. a naked. Yeah, <laughs> they it didn't have He-Man like any genitalia. It's just smooth like any action figure. And then there's Thunder Girl, just like generic superhero in a like a orange jumpsuit with lightning on her, and Stinky Digger was just a diaper and melt was just this like charred gross action figure and yeah it was like the just really silly superheroes was they had uh the chief and then they had a dog named justice and there was uh do you remember who the bad guy always was no it was the mayor no. <laughs> like i don't know why and i don't know what he was the mayor of because they lived in a house They were in a giant house, and they were always, like, walking on (laughs) furniture. Another reason, another way, like, they could just smash action figures to make it into a show, pretty much. Pretty much. much. What happens when we throw an action figure in a fan? What happens when we put this in a waffle iron? That's pretty much what the show was. Yeah. The Offbeats? A plot to get them into that. What's another one? The Offbeats? Which What's I don't that? Remember. I don't remember that one. series that focuses on a group of unpopular friends and their main rivals, the oh, popular clique. I do remember that, actually. I don't remember that one at all. Uh, yeah, some of them only lasted, like, they only had a couple of them. I do remember The Offbeats, though. Uh, Snizz and Fondue? Yes, that I was going to say. That one was like a two D animated one about like two brothers. They're ferrets, apparently. They were okay. ferret they, roommates. They just looked like generic animated nineties. That's what animals. it says. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah, they were two brothers that lived together. them. To and the other one, obviously, The Simpsons. Yeah, I mean, it, it's know, still obviously. going. It's still going. I think we were like a lot of people say this seasons nine through 12 or something are the, 15 best. Are the best and that was which right is, around like our middle school time which sounds right yeah i i was going to say it's, i was going to say going strong but i don't know if it's going. Strong. yeah it's it mean, going it's still on yeah exactly yeah. It's like going i it's not if it's on i'll leave it on yeah but i'll uh, they have something on tv it's like uh fxx right yeah. which is you can go to the website if you have cable and watch all of the simpsons there and i was going kind of through some of the catalog a while ago and yeah a lot of them like a lot of them really hold up and some of the newer ones it just you can kind of see it just kind of slowly just turning down and it's kind of funny because they're kind of petering off where um Family Guy, which is they're starting to get the same format as Family Guy yeah. where they're writing it they're not writing it as like character oriented kind of stories that are kind of meaningful and funny mm-hmm. but they're just writing it for the jokes in there. Right. And Family Guy, which was always writing for the jokes and works in that format is kind of, I feel like it's kind of surpassing them now. Yeah, I think it has been for a while. I think yeah. that Family Guy came back, it was a fair resurgence. Yeah. So. I there was definitely a time where I was definitely I was not watching The Simpsons. I, I was catching every Family Guy. Yeah. Um, I yeah I haven't watched The Simpsons in a long time. But uh, uh, they even like reference like we've done this episode before. Because yeah. I mean, what they have 500, 600 episodes. Yeah. At this point. Thirty seasons. Yeah. Or the thirtieth season. TV the film is doing stuff over now. I mean, I, yeah. we're remaking every film. The Simpsons are remaking all their own episodes at yeah. this point. I It's not that surprising. Like, they had that one, The Surfsons a while ago, which I guess was their first, like, thing that was kind of... Other than the Treehouse of Horrors, it was their first one that was kind of, like, in another world, where they kind huh. of did a Game of Thrones-themed episode where oh. it was... They were all like princes and princesses and I think Millhouse was like a small dragon and whatnot. <laughs> and like Family Guy does that kind of stuff all the time. Right, yeah. Like they, they have a constantly have weird yeah. stuff like yeah. And the Simpsons is like other than the three houses of horror episodes, they just you know, they kinda of stick to segmented stories with like, you know, the running through line as the characters. An yeah. occasional like story plot or whatever that kind of punks up, like the Homer's mother or whatever, yeah. But yeah, yeah. have that reminds me. Um, we were talking about Family Guy, were taking it. I even uh, Matt Brannan's other project overtook Simpsons for me that Futurama, sure. And, that, and they did a lot of that stuff where it's like this yeah. is an anthology episode where we'll just get wacky. This one's gonna be an 8 bit video game the entire time, yeah. Um uh, yeah, I, I prefer Futurama. I think I went Simpsons, Futurama, Family Guy. Yeah, I feel like they canceled Futurama. And I know Matt Groening has that new show on Disenchanted. I haven't yeah. seen it. Oh, I watched, I binged that. I loved it. it yeah. Was, it was pretty compelling. I've heard good things. I'd uh, say it's more uh, Futurama yeah. than Simpsons, definitely. Okay. But, I'll have to keep that in mind. But yeah, I mean, at the time it was so, it was such a big, it was like, another Harry Potter. Oh, like, yeah. still, like, it, before Harry Potter, it was such a huge thing. Like, it had to do, like, people would have issues with censorship. Right, yeah, because it, it was a cartoon, and, yeah. like, I remember a lot of my friends were allowed to watch it. I wasn't allowed to watch it until I was a little, or maybe fifth grade or something. Yeah, which seems kind of like, it's so tame compared to, like, oh, yeah, everything now. Yeah. now. It's like, Bart telling someone to eat his shorts is so, like... <laughs> Like, you know, it's such, like, you hear everything else from, you know, a South Park episode, or, which isn't the same audience, but I don't, like, what kind of thing now is the same? Like, I wouldn't say Bob's Burgers is. I wouldn't say Family right. Guy is. You know, like, I think it could have been, you know, the four Kids. Right, like, yeah. It was definitely a shared are, audience but, at the beginning. Even, like, the first episode they where they find they say little Helper that's, that's yeah. like, yeah, I, I, I watched that one when I was a kid, Yeah. yeah. Like, but, you know, it's, it's still like how many other shows are kind of like they hit both audiences, right. you know, from that early on, and then, like, they've carried on and it's so long. Yeah, especially even like an animated, animated show. Yeah. Especially, I mean, there's so much work that goes into that. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And all those voice actors take so much money now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so in demand. It, yeah. And Matt Grayman kind of. Have you, do you know his history at all? Or, uh, I know he had that thing, School is Hell. Yeah. Or life is Hell.
1: I, yeah, he I really, love that
0: comic, actually. I think he held on to most of the like merchandise and distribution just to make sure that he really had control of the image sure. and order it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, okay. He obviously made a smart decision early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's still in charge of it, too. That's sure. also one thing. You see so many showrunners change every year, so he keeps that one going. It's also a labor of love. Yeah, he's definitely a smart businessman yeah. and a smart creator. Uh, like, But, I don't know, just just kind of the passing of time has affected, Kind of, I don't know, maybe the quality of the show. Or maybe yeah. it's just meant for different audiences. We're 30-year-olds, yeah. you know? We're, yeah. not, and are, we're not 15. I right know. Yeah, no, I can't relate to the youth, so. Yeah. yeah. Kids could be loving this. But some kid this Halloween was dressed as the mask, like yeah. Jim Carrey the mask. Yeah. And I was like, "How does a ten-year-old know about the mask?" Yeah. So I mean, they could be watching anything for all of us. sure. So, I mean, maybe when I become a father or a, a husband at some point, maybe I'll get it again. It's like Homer's perspective, right, yeah, you know. But I don't know. Right now, it's just I loved it, but and I still I still love it, but it's just I just don't love it as much. Yeah, I um. Another animated show around that time, King of the Hill, sure. I really yeah. loved. And, like, I, I have a lot of appreciation for animation, like all types of it, because it's really painstaking and just a lot of monotonous work. And I I love King of the Hill because it could kind of, it, since it was a cartoon, its plots could kind of go off the norm than a regular sitcom would be. Sure, But... It was a cartoon that never took advantage of being a cartoon. Right? Yeah. Like it didn't go nuts. Right? Not really. Like there's yeah. a, there's the episode where Dale thinks his kid's an alien or something. Yeah. <laughs> like it, like it like But it. I feel like that could be based in a reality. Yeah, or yeah. there's the one where he gets um bit by the raccoon where he gets rabies. Yes, I, so I was just thinking he's like jumping yeah. around in the tree. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's like, yeah. So is that one of his neighbors? <laughs> yeah. And then there's uh yeah. There's one where he's like, Debugging Dale's debugging uh, uh, up in the bell tower or something. They think he's gone crazy and he's got a gun. And it's just, it, it really did. It could it, it, as a cartoon, it could tackle more like crazy things like that. Than, yeah, it just uh, didn't. The normal family. Yeah, yeah. And it was about like the most boring guy in the world. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> it's still hilarious. I yeah. still love it. just okay. that dry humor. Sure, deadpan humor. And did you have anything for music that was separate from Metalocalypse? For music, no. I do have another show though. Okay, um, just because you know? I've, I've recently come across my own passion project that maybe someday I'll get off work, but I don't want to say it too much because I don't want someone stealing it on this public Fair forum. Enough. But it is a I inspired project. Um, okay, although I. I'm conflicted about Bill Nye because he's not a real scientist. <laughs> well, you? yeah, he's just a guy. He's yeah, he's just an guy. entertainer, essentially. But I think. It's in this title. Exactly, yeah. He never went by Dr. Bill Nye, maybe. He, he has honorary doctorates now. No, no uh, that doesn't uh, go. Exactly. Uh, Bill Cosby's an honorary. You know, <laughs> <yeah. baby> older. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? She's, yeah. not to bring uh, him into this. But, no, I hope yeah. Bill Nye doesn't go that far. Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, but he, uh, I think he. Just made science really accessible to kids, like just very entertaining and knowledge really accessible and fun for kids. And I think that's really important. And I, like when I went into media, I, I was really conflicted about it because I wanted to go into the entertainment side of it. Sure, I love film. That was a really big deal. I loved big budget film at the time. I wanted to make my own. Sure. And, but I was really conflicting, like, those movies cost so much money, like, that money could go to so much more than just, to, like, you, yeah, or people just sitting around, like, there's so many more causes out there. And I kind of thought about getting into journalism, too, like, using it to educate people, um, but that's just can be so biased, and when you go into journalism, like, just as the hired hand, not, like, the writer or anything, or. You're just a hand, in like your message, you don't get to choose the message. You're a cog in the machine. Yes, exactly. So I, I kind of right now, if I ever do a film project or like video series, it, I want to focus on making something fun for kids, something educational, fun, and I think that I'm, I definitely had a hand in that. Uh, he just wanted to get the message out, and yeah, he. I don't. I. I loved it, and I, I don't really have a lot to say about it. Yeah, but, that's. Because I don't want to get into the whole debate about is Bill Nye a scientist. I mean, <laughs> it's beat. not in his title. That's what I'll say. He is not a scientist. He's not Bill Nye a Yeah, he's an entertainer. He is the science management. guy. Yes. He's <laughs> a guy of science. He yeah. enjoys science, and he likes showing people. Yeah. He's not Bill exactly, Nye scientist. Exactly, yeah. The enthusiasm about it, and that's it. Yeah. We have a thing. I don't know if it's local or national, but like, uh, mad science around here, where like, people come and entertain kids with like crazy chemical reactions and like, sure. birthday party stuff. Yeah, I remember that. I just think stuff like that is really cool. Uh, yeah. Did you have music? Music. Um, I mine was kind of random. Honestly, I just kind of went to nineties. Yeah. Kind of music, and we grew up at. There was a lot of different stuff kind of coming up at our age. Like, I was looking at 90s music, and there was all the kind of, you know, rock kind of adult alternative with, like, the singer-songwriters and kind of one-hit wonder bands yeah. that were kind of around. I, I picked, Blink 182, because it was just kind of, yeah. like, in a different realm compared to everything else. It wasn't singer-songwriter. Uh, but, you know, it was, like, a I think heavier than what I was used to listening to. Mm-hmm. Like, compared to, like, on the radio, it would be, you know, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And then you'd hear maybe Sheryl Crow. Right, yeah, they Jim were. And Blossoms and whatnot. And then this was kind of, like, a harsher, like, All the Small Things was, like, a super popular song. Right, yeah, they were one of the first, like... Or the offspring. I don't want to mm-hmm. call them pop-punk, because they're there were so many. super poppy. Yeah. Yeah, but they... They're not super punky, <laughs> either. Right, yeah, but they... For that time, they were probably. They uh, were, like, for us. I yeah, think, there was of. harder stuff, like, rancid at that time. Oh, those sure. Were, like, hard punk people. This was, like, a punk like, that was like, accessible, yeah, yeah, to a younger audience. Not kind of, accessible, but. Yeah, yeah, like, the pop stations would be playing it, and that kind of ushered in, like, yeah. Good Charlotte and Newground Glory and stuff, um, which I liked yeah, back then. Sure. But, uh, yeah. I think they're still, you know, acceptable, like, you know, some 41 and. Charlotte, it is kind of like, I think when you kind of find those types of music, it can kind of enable you to be like, I like this harder, you know, I was listening to one thing, here's this other thing, I like the way this sounds, maybe it was a little bit different, here's other bands, it's, you know, like that kind of Pandora, here's all the bands that are kind of encompassed, you know, their roots, where they're going, where they were, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's similar, you know? Yeah, have you ever seen Blink One Eighty Two? Not live. No. Yeah, I caught the the original lineup live, like one of their last shows they put together. It's uh, right before DJ AM died, and they stopped touring. But I caught like one of the last shows before that. Nice. But that was cool to see them live. And uh, I I saw the new lineup a couple years ago. Yeah. Not so fun. Yeah, (laughs) I believe that. Yeah. I, I've been to Vans Warped Tour, and I've seen a oh, lot yeah, of bands of that era. Like, I, I saw Sum 41, I saw yeah, Yellow Card. Ooh, I would like to see Yellow Card. They, uh, that was actually, they announced that after that tour, they would be done. Oh, really? So good They'd luck be, with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. they were kind of one of the, I was kind of, they were a guilty pleasure band in yeah. high school. It was I kind guess, of a band did, you but... want you're embarrassed to be yes. found liking. They did a really good yeah. cover of, um... Don't You Forget About Me yeah. for Breakfast Club. And, sure. like Got some award, and that got me into them a lot. So. Yeah. I remember they had Ocean Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. And only like one, their, one was, that was one like there on the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some 41, Yellow Card. Newfound Glory was another one that I liked. Yeah, they had, you know, maybe one big song. Yeah, they had a few. mean, I've seen them. I saw them with Go Charlotte. I yeah. She's um i've seen some 401 on a few times they're really uh, they kind solid. of changed their sound yeah. yeah they've got they've got a few albums that are heavier than others and a lot they were kind of like they had that Blink the eighty two punk sound right from the beginning too right? yeah right that and that band. same kind of look, dude. They yeah they're, they're like, punky guys Yeah, that cool uh video with the diving boards yep for, Into deep where they did the back to school dive. Yeah, yeah. They had hell song, which was like your favorite thing. which was Uh, smashing toys together. Wait, what? I don't remember that. Yeah, we have to watch that video. Apparently, we will. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's all toys just basically being smashed together. Oh, we're gonna have to check that out after after this because I that probably I probably will remember it, but yeah, it's like buried memories right now shirt real quick when I see it. Uh, do you have a game that was I do, yes. Because, kind of like book, I've never been inspired to make a game, because I don't have those skills at all. Sure. Um, but, I was inspired to make a game into a movie, and, uh, (laughs) I really liked the Prince of Persia, like, Sands of Time series when it came out. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I liked the first one a lot. Like right. for the GameCube, loved that game. liked the second one a lot. Warrior Within got really bloody. Did a lot of cool time travel and like retconning stuff, and I liked that a lot. I liked mm-hmm. the cutscenes in that a lot, and I liked the plot of Warrior Within it's just a, like, a lot. So you didn't like the Jake Gyllenhaal movie then? I hated it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I um, believe that. I hated it so much. I think I saw it a couple times, and I hated it. I saw it on opening day. And I knew it was going to be bad. Yeah, I mean, there was really no doubt, right? <laughs> yeah, I, it's one of those things that I forget that I saw all the time, or I forget even exists. And I think everyone does. I much. vaguely, I vaguely am just like I remember seeing the trailer and being like, "Oh, this is going to be bad." Yeah, and but it, it, for a video game movie, it's I guess it's just not like the game at all. Sure, it might be okay. I don't Which know. is I'll like many things. Movies. Yes, exactly. How It, is, it might be know. the best video game movie because could all be terrible. Yeah, Super Mario Bros. Um, yeah. is awful. I showed that to my son because he loves Mario and he loves the characters. Did he like it? it? No, he hated uh, it. No, <laughs> he hate was nothing yeah. to it at all. But like, what Fighter, is Street Fighter? you see that yet? Um, Street, Fighter Street Fighter movie? Fighter, Do you remember that movie? Is, is that the one with Legend of Chun-Li? No, well, there's different? one with Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, I have not seen that, that one. That is pretty bad, too. <laughs> guy, right. Julia, it's his last movie. Like, oh, he God. dies of cancer after that. Why? Oh, that's sad. Yeah, that's... it's sad that, that yeah, ends that's how he his legacy. Yeah, because final. that's his. He plays yeah, an M. Bison. Yeah. yeah, that pops up first on his IMDb when you look him up. Yeah. That's depressing. Street uh, Fighter, there you go. Yeah, I saw the There's Legend of Tremly. Is that Street Fighter? Is I it? think so. Yes, that's a Street Fighter film, but it's like. I think that was like a Japanese film or something. That got like subtitled. What? I don't think it was an American film, but that uh, it is a film. I've seen scenes of it. I don't think, or it's, maybe just one scene. I don't think it's an American film, though. American made film. There was a fight scene in the bathroom, really and I was like either super stoned or super drunk, and I watched it. I was like, "This is the best scene ever!" And then I made everyone watch it again a few days later. Yeah, it, was it was Terrible, really terrible choreography. Yeah, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And you know the Mortal Kombat movies, which are not great. They're not for what it is. They're not horrible because it's just like oh, it's fighting. I guess yeah. there was a web series uh, a couple of years back that was okay. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they had I one of, of. Uh, Tekken V Street Fighter, which is actually well made too. Hmm. There's a Tekken yeah. movie also. Really? Are they yeah. all blocky? <laughs> no, they're. It, it, they had one that was, I guess, a. Uh, a blocky kind of, you know, yeah. CG one. Then they made a live-action one later. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, they have, um... There's a Monster Hunter movie coming out. Mm-hmm. And it looks not like the game at all. They're I in, like, tactical gear. Can't like imagine why. gear and stuff. So Just the first... Like, I think this week, the production photos have started coming out. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, another one... I, I always hear about people attempting a possible Link you know, either series or movie, and I'm yeah. like, it's not going to work, guys. It's- I heard there's a rumor this week, I think, about someone who just got, you know, like, uh fingered or pointed out to write it. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know if that would have worked. They have the animated series. Have you ever seen the animated series? I am I familiar. Know. I'm aware of Early it. Excuse me. I process. have it on DVD. Yeah. yeah. It'll excuse me, process. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pretty terrible. Yeah, I, I don't know why I paid money for it. <laughs> Two good points. Yeah, it has, it has uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show on it, though. Have you ever? I seen remember that, that, that. Yeah, you've seen the. Anim- have you seen the live action one though? That's the like a action? sitcom. No, I haven't seen. They like had because it was like a long show because in the, like an anthology, kind of like Kablam! but it was on Nintendo, and they had like the Zelda segment for ten minutes, and then they probably had the animated Mario show, and then they have. Like live these live-action, action. in-between segments with the host Mario and Luigi, but they were played by these two... John <laughs> no, not no. him. I do not... I don't want to... Bob... Hoskins. Yeah, Hoskins. Yeah. Like, no, things. it was not them. They sh- probably should have done it, though. but Because they, they weren't were very Italian, or they weren't very New York. I think they lived in New York, still. But. Yeah, it's pretty bad, but yeah uh one other i think there was a video game that came out this year assassin's creed came out a while back yeah never saw it i heard it was bad i heard it was average then everyone else knows (laughs) bad. yeah i never saw it either yeah i think it focuses on the future parts which is yeah the most the part most people hate (laughs) yeah (laughs) really isn't part of the actual game it is but most people just don't like that part i i think they're okay but they didn't handle it that well right But when I was in high school, I really wanted to make a, like, compile the scenes from Warrior Within, Prince of Persia, Warrior Within, to, like, compile the scenes and kind of make a movie out of it, and I was going to, like, dub my own voice into, like, some gameplay for, like, exposition and stuff, and... Because you could have made like a full movie out of those scenes. Everyone hated cutscenes. I don't know if everyone still does hate cutscenes. I kind of understand why now. I'm just like, I want to play the game. I I am a father, and I have finite time to play this game, so get me through this. Um, But I really like that, and I really like the story of it. I've always liked time-traveling stuff. So the new tomb raider movie came out recently oh yeah I that's right that, i heard yeah. that was okay i didn't hear it was okay. really okay <laughs> i heard it was just saying i'm gonna have to we'll have to judge for ourselves sometime. Yeah. Because... i i've heard i've heard it yeah actually no i've heard it was average that's yeah i heard it was average, average. i heard i didn't but hear it good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i remember the even the angelina jolie ones i'm like yeah, they're not it. They're fine as movies, but I don't think that they needed the Tomb Raider kind of name on them. Right, yeah. That's what I would yeah, like, the, say. There's like giant they're average. In there. okay. uh, I mean, I was 12, 13 when they came out, so yeah. I was uh, totally I, cool with them. I think <laughs> I was, <laughs> seeing Angelina Jolie do that. Yeah, I think I was <laughs> like, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Prince Rampage. Oh one yeah, that so one's cool. supposed to be death. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I... Th- I was working at the drive in over the summer and we played that. And I can, after my shift, I can sit and watch the movie if I want. And Rampage was playing one night and I chose not to. And just <laughs> So, and I've never seen it. And I will pretty much watch most things. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm also tired when I get done you know, flipping those burgers and dropping those fries and popping that popcorn. And being covered in grease gets yeah, on you and you just want to go home. I think. And not watch Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Do all yeah. that stuff and not break a sweat. Yeah. Uh, While well, you're tired after working for four hours <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like his job now is just putting out B lit. Oh, yeah, he was in movies. like, what, three, four, five movies this year? Yeah, he's been in so many. He had Sy- Skyscraper 2, another movie that I sat through 10 minutes of and then left. That's the one, the one where he's like, it's Die Hard. Yes. for now. whatever. Yeah, but he's got one leg. Oh, he's also great. an NPC, And he jumped. I watched the part where he jumped off the crane onto the skyscraper. It was implausible. Yeah. He carries a big crane hook. Spoilers for this movie. Sorry. But this is halfway through the movie anyway. It's not really. I mean, the movie's called Skyscraper. He's got to make it in there at some point. Yeah. So he, but he's got like this big. Somehow he makes the jump and like grabs on with one hand and he's the rock. He is a very heavy man, right? He's full of muscles. He's grabbing onto the edge of the the skyscraper, the broken glass with one hand, after jumping this crane, which he probably can't do. And he's also holding onto this big, heavy crane hook in his other hand. It probably weighs almost a ton. Like, come on, man. You can't do that. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) I put that, you know what? It was inspirational. (laughs) Yeah. To see him make that jump. You know what? To make that fake jump that he if if you take anything from this episode today, be inspired by The Rock. (laughs) Don't think about physics. Don't think about like gravity and weight. Just think about The Rock. Think about his three, four, five movies, how successful he was this twenty eighteen. Think about his five (laughs) WWF title defenses. You think about what cooking, and you be inspired by The Rock, and you take it to heart. Look at his Instagram and see him eat a ton of food on his cheat. Yeah, days. is it all chicken and broccoli, or is it? Like no, there's some that it's like on his cheat days. It is like oh, disgusting. Okay. See, okay, it well, is like a mound of pancakes and oh, like nice, brownies. Okay. And the Rock's allowed to have cheat days, then I don't have them too. Sure. So feel inspired. The Rock has cheat days. You can too. <laughs> oh. I don't think I said my game. Yeah, back Okay. to the games. Yeah, not The Rock. <laughs> the Rock of the new games of DC. Uh, so, <laughs> I, had, I just wrote down the system, and I had one game. N64. Yeah, yeah I mean... That's... You know, we were used to, you know, so many 2D things that were just, you know you know, oh, yeah. shooters and whatnot. And just having that third dimension just added like a world of just, you know, oh, this yeah. difference into our lives. And specifically, I this wasn't a, to go into my other thing was uh, Morrowind, which is the third part of the Elder Scrolls series, yeah. which is two behind Skyrim, which is super popular. Right. Yeah. So um, and it was just, you know, it was a, it was the whole world that you just weren't used to that kind of thing, you know. Even with games that were on Nintendo 64, you know, you'd have... It was very limited, and, right. just, and just having that kind of experience with uh, other characters in the game was just something that wasn't as... Uh, it wasn't, you know, made as well as that, and, you know. They just didn't have the capability and whatnot. Yeah, I've never played any Elder Scrolls games, but they... was So was it super in-depth for the time, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are other examples of that kind of thing that were around the same time that did that or before it that did the same kind of deal. But this was just like you know, it was a whole world that you know, if you saw a mountain, you could pretty much go there. Cool, a lot there, yeah. and you could meet new people. You could. It was mostly about you know, you know, being a warrior of some sort. So a lot of it ended up with fighting, but you could also talk your way out of situations and kind of set up your own little person and you know house and whatnot it was you know yeah because a lot of the games i played on n64 i got the n64 very late uh probably only like two years before the next generation came out sure um but probably the big games i played would be like uh zelda or donkey kong Mario 64 but those are very even though they're kind of like long games they they're kind of basic with their skill level and whatnot, I think. Yeah, and, well, the worlds Mario are very worlds. contained. Yeah. are separate worlds that are contained. It's not one big world. Like, right. You have the hub world, pretty much, which is generally fairly big, like, it's, in Mario it's the castle, and there's a lot of nooks and crannies in there, but it's all... It's not like you can see this and go to it. Like, in Zelda, it's everything cool. is a path. It's a pretty yeah. determined path that's cut out. You can't really go somewhere from the back, kind of, but, like, not really. If you're in Hyrule Field, you can. only, you only have so many places you can go. Yeah, and, and then they might lead to other places, but then you at some point have to go back to Hyrule Field to go to somewhere else. Right, exactly, yeah. And you can't just, just make a big circle around the whole place. Yeah, right, and it's all like, to get to Death Mountain, yeah, you have to take the path you have to go to this Kakariko village first, and then you have to go up the mountain path to get there. And that is a very specific zigzag. You can't climb the rocks or anything like that, so... Right. I, I never really played games that, like, a big open world, like, that sounds like, you know, it's Very interesting. That, you know. Yeah. Well, just being thrown into that compared to, like, you know, from Zelda or, like, Mario, where it's, you know, you're in that hub world, and then you kind of go through the paintings, and then you're yeah. in a contained zone, and you come out of the painting, and you go mm-hmm. into the hub world, and you go into another painting. Yeah. Or Banjo-Kazooie was the same way, where they had to put together the uh, puzzle pieces. And yeah. In the puzzle. Yeah, yeah in these worlds they're separate on their own. They are like big, but they're not huge. But I mean together it would be gigantic and yeah, then sixty four just didn't have the processing yeah, out, capability really. yet. But how does it work now? <laughs> it's yeah. just so much. The cartridges are smaller. Like I was gonna say the cartridge can't process that, but like they have smaller cartridges still. I yeah. don't know technology, so yeah, I mean, it is kind of incredible to just have a, you know, like a disc and just have that, you know, just have it kind of match up with your system that is in kind of an infinite world that, you, that right. you go into, compared to this, like, disc that had a fairly, you know, sizable world, Yeah, that when you're kind of just at home, it, you know, you just have kind of like a place to escape to, it. so, you know, it, it didn't necessarily inspire me to... Create games because I don't create games, right. but it is something that kind of expanded my mind with like what you're able to do with this kind of thing. Yeah, that's that, that, that's a good one. Yeah, it opened yeah. your eyes to yeah. That, you know, if you're you know used to it, it there's some kind. I'm, I'm gonna screw this up, but you know, life is a square sphere, flat sphere. Is that it? <laughs>
1: Are you you a remember a flat that Earther? <laughs> no, I don't mean that. Life
0: is a flat sphere, or it's a it's a round ball. Like existence is a round ball, bouncing on a two D two dimensional surface, something like that. I okay. can't. I don't, I don't know what I, where I was going with that. I just thought I'd say I'm it. I'm gonna have to wrap my head around that and... process. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was going somewhere. I, I kind of get where you're going. I. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I felt like uh, it, I thought it would make me sound smart to say it. it exactly I, I, I might, I might be the one that's going.
1: I, I heard
0: it somewhere, and I I might have to read. You're paraphrasing. <laughs> yeah, re- re- it yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah. I'll have to look it up and give back to you guys on our next. Show, so <laughs> yeah. No. Don't at Jeff. Yeah. Don't at me. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if we should include our like our. Oh, we're gonna plug this. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have a good plug this episode yeah. I think. Oh yeah. We've been, yeah. Which is probably coming up soon anyway. Yeah. Um, I think um I'm yeah. pretty good. I think I exhausted all mine too. Yep, yeah. We touched on all five points. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we do want to wrap it up. Yeah. Um we have social media now at uh if you go to Facebook and search whole G D show or Facebook.com slash whole G D show you can find our Facebook page. It is slowly getting added to uh we have a website as well wholegdshow.podbean.com. you can email us at wholegdshow@gmail.com. at gmail.com. would love any word suggestions any any contribution right? any say hey if we could any ideas for segments even we could come up with um yeah any ideas because we're just we' in the this is episode three so we're just we're trying nope. along. We're yep. getting a format going. I think we're starting to get a good flow to it. Tell us how we're doing. Oh, we're on iTunes now, too. That might be where you found us. Please rate us five stars. You can put in the review uh, things you hate about us, but if you give us five stars, that like really it helps, helps us. us somehow. Yeah, it helps us. It makes us more visible, I've read. Uh, still, episode three, figuring these things out. Um but yeah, we're on I think if we're on iTunes we should be on most podcasting apps and networks. But yeah, if you go to uh you'll definitely find our episodes there. For real. Um, did I miss real? anything? I think we're good. I don't know if you want to uh, plug anything personal, like your own personal Twitter or anything. Or if you, don't I don't have a Twitter. We'll probably have that at some point too. Uh, okay. Most people have that right. Do you have a Twitter? I have a Twitter if you want to follow me. I mostly just post jokes and pictures there. It's at RewriteOShaw. That's a Rewrite O-Shaw. Yeah. I also have an Instagram with the same name if you want to. It's just mostly, you know, my artwork that I do on my own. Cool. And that kind of thing. I might like, have yeah. those stuff at some point. I'm an old man and only have a couple social media. But um, I'm an old man and I use all of them, kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I yeah. probably have accounts for all of them and don't touch them. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, I might have more. I might have more stuff next time. But I uh, am definitely in contact through the show stuff, through the email and uh, Facebook. And yeah, we'll probably have more coming soon. All right, we exactly. will catch yeah. you next time. See you guys later. Next week, maybe. Theme song. <laughs> theme song.